0: Alright, welcome back everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Episode 10 made it to the double digits. We did not get shut down yet. Feeling really good about it. We have another special guest with us today. We have a, well he's been, a, he's been around for a while. Me and him go way back, you know, like He-Man and Battle Cats. Um, back to the early 2000s. Notre Dame and Cleveland Die Hard, so much love from there. Rocket River Alumni, another yep. girl dad like us. Uh, Former child model, you know, <laughs> D1 mascot. Uh, if he shaved his face, he might look like Andy Dalton and be able to rock that out and out in town. He's uh, he's not your neighborhood Spider-Man, but he's always carrying a hammer. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Jimmy Myers from Union Home Mortgage.
1: Awesome. Jimmy.
0: Happy to be here. My man, Andy's got the Cleveland background.
2: Yeah, I had to change that up. Here's Sorry. my here's my little Thor figure. Oh, you can't see it. There he is. There it is.
0: Big fan. Yeah. So real So Thor. Right? Is he like? Is he always been your all time favorite Marvel guy?
2: No. Um, he wasn't at first. My my original favorite was Wolverine, which I think almost everybody can relate to. I mean, he's probably one right. of the number one fan favorites. Um, and then it was just with our charity. Um, the guy who had previously dressed up as Thor um, moved out of town. And honestly, he was like, he was like too big uh, by the name of Chris Hughes, awesome guy. And so he actually bought a custom made Hulk costume and he was a better fit for the Hulk. Like I'm talking, this dude's like six, five, over 300 pounds, like it was, you know, good for oh, yeah. the Hulk. So then that Thor costume came available and, you know, I had the beard. They're like, here, throw this on. And it just happened to fit, right?
0: The rest like, is history. The yeah. fit,
2: everything fit, and the rest is history. And yeah, and then the movie started to come out and everybody's like, okay, you're Thor. So, <laughs> um, so oh, yeah. the, the hammer, the mantle or the hammer of Thor was passed to me.
1: <laughs> so this all uh, this all went down before the movie started coming out.
2: Yeah. Oh, nice. It was, it was like perfect timing. So we founded our charity group, which is called Superheroes to Kids in Ohio in 2010 the summer of 2010 so it was august of 2010 we made our first visit at the cleveland clinic so it was myself brian Chulik, our former my former eighth grade teacher um and scott smith another friend so the three of us did a visit to the cleveland clinic children's hospital dressed as superheroes and my original costume was was spider-man um but you know at the time i was busting out of that spider-man costume and uh it just it it was it was perfect for the day but we got there and it was like crazy because we didn't contact anybody we just thought we were making a a visit to the clinic uh the children's hospital but there was um there was like crazy media there like the clinic had contacted like all local media outlets news stations etc so there was a bunch of cameras newspapers and stuff there and so it just got a lot of attention and it happened to be that same summer they were filming the first avengers movie in cleveland so it's just got like a lot of attention you know notoriety and then the funny thing about it was the three of us you know who founded the group were all background extras in the avengers movie as well so we got to meet a lot of guys on set other people like local to cleveland ohio um or around the neighboring suburbs that were one, like huge Marvel fans, two had like a costume or something that they could join up and start making these appearances with us. So that's just kind of how it all came about.
0: That's so cool, man. So are you guys still doing, you guys do hospital visits and what else do you do, like, like birthdays or do you do anything else? Yep. So
2: good question. We so we started kind of small, um, we were doing like birthdays and stuff, but then that just kind of took off. And then once we became an official 501c3 nonprofit organization, um, you know, we started trying to gear more towards like partnering with other nonprofit organizations such as like Jeremy Cares, which is another great local organization for to help benefit children's cancer. Prayers from Maria, which is if you've ever been to Cleveland, the sunflower fields on the side of on the highway, if you've ever seen those. Um, so we, we partnered with other organizations and, the the nonprofit status, the 501c3 kind of helps, you know, with the legitimacy of the organization. And, uh, so we stopped doing birthday parties just because that was like, it was too much to be honest. It was every, every day, multiple times a day, people were asking for birthday appearances. And so we kind of just tried to focus on children's hospitals, uh, like the Ronald McDonald house, Um, we sponsor a room down there every year, which is like where our big budget goes to. It's like five grand a year. And so that way, what the Ronald McDonald House does is allows families who are seeking treatment for their kids to stay there free of cost. You know, they don't have to worry about traveling or covering hotel costs while their kids are getting treatment, right? Right. So we we sponsor a room down there so that way the whole family can stay for free. You know, meals, room and board, everything's covered. Um, And they're they're, they're a big partner of ours. We also work with, we do like a golf outing every year to help raise funds. We're doing a a 5k superhero run this year. So there's a lot going on. Um, We actually just started being able to go back into hospitals after, you know, the pandemic. So that just started very recently. Um, So we were kind of on shutdown for a couple of years there obviously with people with weakened immune so it was kind of funny though because at the same time during the pandemic that's when you know zoom got real big right yeah so it was kind of perfect the way it all evolved because then kids were able to request like kids in hospitals were able to like log into our facebook page or um our website facebook's usually the easiest way to get a hold of us but just because there's somebody always monitoring that um, they were able to request like specific, like, Hey, who's your favorite superhero? Oh, it's it's Thor or it's Superman or it's Spider-Man or, or it's a Disney princess. Right. And they could request a special appearance from their favorite character. So we were able to do zoom meetings like we're doing right now, you know, one-on-one or like a FaceTime with that family or that kid in the hospital. And so, you know, or we would have sometimes large group uh Zoom meetings where we do like a uh like a movie night, right? We used to host movie nights once a month at the Ronald McDonald House, but since we couldn't do them in person, we would stream it for free and would have like a group watch party with the kids while some of us were in character. So it was it was fun.
0: Dude, that's great. That's I mean and yeah, it sounds like it was a struggle at first probably to to adjust, right? And to still yeah. get the kids what they wanted. Um I mean, that's, that's so incredible, man. And you've been doing that for, you said it's 2010, right? Yeah. 2010. Man. It's flown by. And I forgot about you being extra in, in that Avengers movie. Yeah. My, uh, my five seconds of fame. Your five seconds of fame. <laughs> Stop it. You gotta see, oh. I gotta show you, you know, speaking of the, the baby model. Hold on. I got, I pulled this picture off your IG. It's not really a baby, but you're, you're a stud. Let's see. My camera will pick it up. Oh, won't we'll pick
1: it up you and your blurred backgrounds man <laughs> oh look at this look, guy is that, the, is that the child model right there
0: yes yeah, the child model <laughs> oh my goodness Dude, I was... want
1: to buy that sweater
0: right now the sweater <laughs> yeah the the collar out he was I gotta of his grow, time.
2: I, gotta grow, I gotta grow the fro back man
0: oh yeah it was pretty legit you got a pretty big fro.
2: I did that in college sophomore year I didn't cut my hair all year just to see what would happen and I the fro came back
0: oh speaking of college so like Mr. D1 mascot. Freddy <laughs> Falcon in the flesh. Yeah. He was the Bowling Green Falcon. So you're out there doing cartwheels That's and awesome. flips?
2: Uh, I couldn't do a flip, but I was doing cartwheels.
0: I mean, you were super athletic. You could probably could have pulled it off. No, that,
2: not with that head. Not with the head? That was Oversized head. It was just too big. I tried doing a cartwheel one time and the head almost flew off. So we <laughs> had to, uh, so it was like, it was funny because it was like a hockey helmet. Underneath, right, and the chin strap would always pop off, so I had to, I had to go get my own chin strap, kind of like football. But yeah, this was a hockey helmet <laughs> underneath that they built the mascot head onto. um But yeah, but you do. You own. did
0: football and what else? Anything? Any other well, sports? It was there? Everything.
2: It was everything. Yeah, because originally they just said it was like going to be men's, women's, basketball, volleyball, football games, and hockey, right? But you know, now it's everything. Like we go to everything. We didn't want to limit ourselves just to, you know, those four or five sports, right? There were so many events on campus, like community events, like out in the community, campus events, um, you know, just going to like the rec center, doing retirement parties on campus, like birthday parties, special appearances. There was just so many requests throughout the day in the week. So it was just, you know, even the gymnastics team, like our, our gymnastics team was awesome and they loved us because not a lot of people would show up at their their matches or their meets. But then when, when we would walk in, they would literally just go crazy and there was a ton of little kids there. So it was it was a lot of fun. Hockey games were a blast. Uh my first football game, I almost passed out though. I had to I had to hide in a tent because it was like ninety degrees outside and I was oh, wearing wow. that suit. So luckily, I had one of those like water packs, like a, a camel pack underneath yes. the suit. So I was drinking water, trying to stay hydrated, but it was brutal.
0: Way to but adapt!
2: It was, it was a blast. It was the most run right. I had at college.
1: Did they? Was it always just just you? Was it just the one mascot? Or did they have multiples to kind of help? Really? Yeah. Good question.
2: Oh, there's four. So the tradition uh, was four because there's there's a guy and girl mascot. There's Freddie and Frida Falcon at BGSU. Frida they were brother and sister, right? Um, so Frida is Freddie's little sister and they would just go to everything together. And it was, it was a blast. So there was two guys and two girls. And now they just had like the, every year they do. So the tradition is you do it for one year. You start at the end of, you know, when graduation happens, commencement, and then you go throughout the summer and then, you know, until commencement when they pick like the new birds or the new mascots. And uh, every year we do an alumni reception up there. We just had it like this past weekend. Um, So it's, it's pretty cool. But now they have six, which I guess is crazy. They have six members because the demand and there's so many events going on at all times. So this way you're able to kind of divide and conquer, right? So the requests right. were coming left and right. And I guess there were just so many different requests. So they'd have, you know, if one mascot's at like a sporting event, they could have another one at a community event or at least a pair of Freddie and Frida's at different events going on at different times. So
0: Well, and BG's blown up, right? Since since you yeah. were there. They're a lot a lot bigger.
1: The whole mascot thing is wild though, man. Because like the reason I asked that is because I know like at Arrowhead on game day for the Chiefs, KC Wolf is their mascot. Yeah, And there's three there on game day just so they can get enough coverage. But the way they do it with the radios and all the coordination is you will never be able to see any two of them, obviously, at the exact same time the way they work around the stadium during pregame and during the game and stuff and all their visits. Like there's three doing it at all times, but you will never see more than one.
0: With oh, the way they're wild. able.
1: To, so Yeah, the way they're able to coordinate all of it is pretty just, nice. I know. I know. He was just brown. looking
0: for a way to slip in the Chiefs. And, no, and no, 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 I, I just
1: I, I used to want to be a mascot, dude. I would when
0: I was Is it really?
1: Yeah, Casey Wolf would come to our elementary schools and like that's give a awesome. presentation in our gym, and it happened every year. I don't know how or why, but like I was obsessed that I wanted to be like the Panther at my high school. Like I wanted to be a mascot, but I I played sports and like they never gave me a chance to do it. There was always somebody else doing it. Like I wanted to do that. I think it'd be a blast, man.
2: Well that it was. I mean, honestly, it was the most fun. So that's why you know, after playing sports in high school and getting up to college, I was like, there's, you know, I tried to do rugby, but after getting too many concussions playing football in high school, they told me I shouldn't play football anymore. Yeah. So then I go out for the rugby team. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> yeah, no helmet. You don't need it. You're fine. Yeah, right. you After, after a two weeks of that, I
2: realized that probably wasn't a good idea. So, um, but it was also that freshman year where they unveiled like the new mascot costumes where they were like the big, you know, larger than life cartoon style characters, which were awesome. And I remember saying it when they first unveiled them at that football game was like, I want to do that. And then the opportunity just kind of presented itself my junior year. And that's when I auditioned and tried out and uh, luckily got the job. So it was sweet.
0: That's pretty awesome. So
1: is that kind of what, uh, what started? I, I feel like that's kind of what started the whole superheroes for kids thing, Like,
0: yeah doing the mascot
1: well, thing it feels like a great transition and like to keep how to keep that kind of thing going you saw how other people react to a mascot or somebody in costume like that and then kind of rolled into what you're doing now
2: yeah for sure so I mean and Charlie can attest to this I was no uh no stranger to wearing costumes in high school so um any holiday or any any excuse basically um this wait 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 wait
0: you're you're not saying it setting it up right. This dude is in the city parades. Like St. Patrick's Day, he is like the biggest leprechaun that you will ever see. That's all. Awesome. And he's running <laughs> strutting down the street. He's on a float. Like he's a VIP. And this, Yeah. Old, yeah he did my, that in my, high school though.
2: Yeah, my uncle had something to do with that one though, but he uh he works for the county and he's a big time you know, he's been voted Irishman of the year a couple of times and actually this year in fact, but
0: that's a that's um, a big deal in Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> so they call year. it
2: yeah, so it's it, it was fun. So that's kind of where it just you know, he asked me to march with him a couple of times and that's when I busted out the green suit. So yeah, it was a perfect transition from being the BG mascot to then starting the superheroes the kids organization. Um I even applied after college to be slider for the Cleveland Indians but that was a weird situation like that that application must have just got lost in the mail or something but
0: oh well that's too bad man I would love to see you uh running <laughs> running the bases with everybody yeah it would totally be cool too um so after after college and like we all we all did the bartending thing um yep. at some point or another right and then you eventually became bar manager of Barley House, is that right?
2: GM, actually, yeah. The
0: GM. So, yeah. short. Barley House is – was or is it still is, right? Because it's still right there. Pretty sweet bar. Like, any and everybody would go there. Um, athletes, famous people, you know, whoever. Down,
1: downtown Cleveland? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Bottle service, the whole – you know, the whole night.
1: Ooh, got uh, a yeah, section. Yeah, it was
0: pretty cool. Yeah. So, I remember randomly – it might have been around the time when they were filming – Uh, It was because it was mid-2000s, but um, Downey Jr. was there in a VIP section. And Jeremy Piven was there one time. So, hey, did you got any, like, like, what's your favorite – who's the favorite person you met working there? Oh, man.
2: Uh, I'm going to say this without trying to get upset. Uh, The best and my favorite person that I ever had the opportunity to meet down there was Chadwick Boseman. Um oh yeah. He was filming draft day down there and came in with a bunch of the Browns players who I at the time was pretty tight with, um, a few of them. You know, and I just he had just came came off like his Jackie Robinson movie, which I love that movie. And, you know, he's hanging out with VIP, just kind of chilling, doing his own thing. And I'm like, you know, he had his hair cut different or styled for the movie, right? And I'm like, that dude looks so familiar I swear I just I was like but he's not I know he's not a Browns player because like I you know as you guys do probably as well you keep up with the team and you know you can probably recognize most of the guys outside of uniform right it's not just yeah. seeing them in, in uniform so right I'm, I'm you know and I'm, I'm the GM so I'm walking up in the VIP section like t- taking care of the guys talking to them and they're like you know, they're like yeah you got to meet Chad and you know, I got to meet him and he was just such a humble, down-to-earth, like just awesome, awesome dude. To the point where, you know, yeah, I gave him my business card at the time and exchanged numbers with him. And he came in a couple days that week when he was like wasn't shooting, and he's like, Hey, do you mind if I come in and you know, just just chill, like grab dinner, grab whatever? And I'm like, Man, you can do whatever you want. So <laughs> he would he came in like a couple times over the next few weeks. And we just got to sit down and talk and chat and yeah, just amazing, That's amazing really guy. Cool. And, and, and I had absolutely at the time, you know, honestly, no idea where his career would have taken him to, you know, and then with the superheroes thing for him to become like, you know, Black Panther or kind of forever, that was just incredible to see that as well. And yeah, he was by far my favorite, you know, I got to meet, you know, him and, The one person I actually still keep in touch with today is Joe Russo from uh, Avengers Endgame. Like They were filming Captain America Winter Soldier in Cleveland, and it was pretty funny. They came in, and we had a couple casting crew parties for them, and that's also when they were opening Town Hall, the same owner's own Town Hall on West 25th. So they had just opened that, and so when I wasn't working at Barley, I was helping out at Town Hall, and that's how I got to meet like Russo, the Russo brothers, and all those guys. So. That's cool. I've
0: seen the pictures you got up on, on, like, IG and everything, like, all the athletes, musicians, I mean, actors, that's, that, yeah, that had to be really cool. It but was. then, I mean, then we all have to grow up and get into the mortgage business, right? I was
1: going to say, what, did he start slinging loans over here? He started slinging go. loans instead of <laughs> bottles.
2: Well, that's that's exactly, I mean, the funny thing is that's how it happened. I, I met a bunch of guys down at Quicken Loans that would come in. Doing bottle service VIP, and I would, you know, you know, I was I think 30 at the time, and these kids were like 21, 22, and they would come in once a month, you know, spend their commission checks, uh, bottle service. And I'm like, you know, what are these kids doing, and or guys doing, you know, whatever. And uh, they're like, yo, know, quick and loans, so, you know, come got to meet some of like the higher ups, they got me an interview, and long story short, here we are nine years later.
0: Nine years later. So you are now with, so, I mean, you worked for the mothership at one point yeah, Rocket for, for a little while. Right. Yeah. And then now you're, with, Rocket. <laughs> you're with, now you're with UHM, right. But this is like yeah. your, this is your second time around with them.
2: Yeah. So I got recruited by Union Home Mortgage back in 2015 to help them launch their consumer direct division because they wanted to open a consumer direct platform. And, you know, with, my background and knowledge with rocket mortgage Quicken loans at the time, they recruited a bunch of us. So I went over there and helped them launch their consumer direct division. And I think that's when you originally came in when you were in town, Charlie, and, uh, yeah. you know, met with a bunch of guys and.
0: Oh yeah. It was, uh, Jeremy, um, Bowling. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, they're all great people. I mean, and like Bill Cosgrove is like, yeah. I've met him in the past. Soup. he's a great leader i mean they it shows like they've been around you guys have been around for quite a long time mm-hmm. be like a, a top 15 lender like every year something like yeah. that i mean always but it's been it's at least around like outside of ohio it's kind of quiet but you're still there like you're yeah. you're rushing it so second time around now after you've tried you know you tried some other things with gold star was it yep yeah, it was a gold yeah. star for a while so what what brings you back? What is it about UHM that that brings you back again?
2: Yeah, after doing Consumer Direct for a couple of years, you know I had good success with that. And don't get me wrong, you know when I was there, you know Presidents Club Banker th- those two years. But as as you as you grow and kind of evolve in the industry, I was realizing like the the way to transition. I wanted to transition and switch to retail, you know, for a little more longevity. You know, I was one of the at the time the only self generated um, purchase guy. I was the only one doing purchase deals, and Jeremy was going to help me with that. But you know, once you know, we were built off of being like mostly a refi shop. But you know, after doing so many refis, I was like, well, why can't I do a purchase? So then learned how to do a purchase deal, and and that was part of the reason why I left you know Quicken at Rocket at the time because they wouldn't let us do purchases. You know, and we would get uh, all these referrals coming in, and I would have to pass it off to a purchase banker. So you know, that was a little frustrating, you know, you know, we're all here to, you, you got to make a living. Right. So I'd have to basically give somebody else a deal.
0: Right.
2: Um, and it wasn't always reciprocated. So, but then, you know, at UHM, I was able to do my own purchase and refis. And that just, you know, once that built that, it was like, all right, what's the next step. And that's when I wanted to switch to retail. So at the time, the retail position Without any too much detail, there was just like a little discrepancy on how that would handle, and then some of the powers that be didn't really, I guess you could say, want me leaving consumer direct at the time. So the only way for me to get any experience in retail was I had, you know, I had to look elsewhere other outside UHM. Um, So did that as a gold star for four and a half years. Really loved it, and then tried the broker channel for a little bit, and for about six months, and that really. I learned a lot, but it wasn't, we didn't have operations in place. So that wasn't really for me. So then UHM was always there. They were always kind of knocking on the door or calling or checking in from time to time. And then just the opportunity presented itself. And it was like kind of right place, right time, really loved the people, you know, they're only growing, you know, majority, I'm licensed for South Carolina, Florida, and Ohio, majority of my business coming from Ohio and, you know, UHM's in our backyard. Right. You know, they're, they became our huge sponsor with like the Cleveland guardians formerly the Indians, they're, they're big with the Cavaliers, the Browns, everything, you know, we have Bernie Kozar as one of our national spokesperson people.
0: Ooh, nice. um, That's right.
2: Yeah. So they were just always like kind of blown up and being a Cleveland guy myself, you know, when I, when I, when they reached back out again to kind of recruit me um, I got to speak with Bill Cosgrove, our CEO, and I got to speak with Al our president and even our national sales managers. And they were just, it, you know, the fact that none of those guys had changed positions, they're all still there or in a higher position. You know, it was nice to come back and everybody that I used to work with was still there. And that was just kind of the biggest testament to me. It was like, all right, this is a good company. They have good people. And that's honestly our CEO's like biggest philosophy. He's like, you know, I can teach anybody to do sales. He's like, but if you're if you're not a good person at heart, a good partner, as they call it, he's like, I don't, I don't want you working for me. So.
0: I like that. I like it too. Yeah. I I like that a lot. Actually. Everybody always wants, like my dad had done recruiting for years for different mortgage companies and, you know, between him and and other people, you always see they're always, they tend to go chase some of those high producing guys, but then once they get them in the door, they realize that, A, they're not a team player or B, they just have a bad attitude overall, but they're just about making money. Yeah, And so, I mean, that's, that's huge. I mean, that's huge for a culture of, of confidence yeah. and success, right? So that's, yeah. that's pretty awesome. So that's,
2: that was the big thing that kind of brought me back, um, just coming back to that culture. And not only that, like the the coaching, and there's so much more, you know, after being like a, a teams guy my whole life and playing on teams, like, you know, I feel like I, I'm not at my peak yet, I feel like there's always room to grow and evolve and become better at and kind of own your craft. Right. And, you know, the fact that UHM offers like coaching from some of their top president's club bankers who have been doing it for 20, 30 years, they're now helping other guys who are newer in the industry or like myself, you know, going on year nine, but only year five of doing retail. Right. So how to really grow my own business and get to that next level so like that oper- that alone was like enough reason for me to come back
0: right on that's that's great i mean and also you know you have pretty sweet amc options like ourselves yeah <laughs> absolutely me. throwing that out there um all right let's see let's hit you with uh let's hit you with our, our rapid rush requests Ooh, rapid rush <laughs> request
1: okay. quick hitters yeah. of the day uh blue or green dot on the text messages you an android or an iphone guy iPhone, iPhone. Sorry, Charlie. Ooh, I'm always outnumbered every
0: freaking time. Uh, all right, favorite, favorite all time Marvel movie. I think I know, but ooh, all time. Like you're just gonna sit on the couch on a Saturday with your kid and just Can't well, maybe not with the kid.
1: Take one out of all of them, but this is an unfair question. This is,
0: I mean, I gotta get them. These are these are rapid rush requests, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the first Avengers just because I'm in it.
1: you're biased that's cool yeah there we go can can we do a sub follow-up question like favorite superhero of all time
2: um so i'm i originally you know from growing up was always like superman right true and true the boy in blue but um you know right now i think thor is probably got him all over the You can't see it but i got him all over my my office so like that's kind of like I still have my it's funny, I still have my entire Ninja Turtle collection from when we were kids. Oh but really? like um and when it comes to like Marvel, like I just I collect all like Thor stuff now.
0: So are you the guy that leaves them in the box? Like you got them all up on the shelves and stuff? And and graded. And graded. Oh, oh nice. nice. Very Kid, nice. Kids college fund. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. Uh okay. Who which is a better party? In Cleveland, is it St. Patty's Day or Christmas in July?
2: Oh, St. Patty's Day, hands down.
1: All right. So, who's the next Cleveland sports team to win a championship?
2: Uh, right now, I have to say maybe the Cavs. Again,
1: yeah.
2: Or they're I probably... mean, just that they're playing. Um, I, I just, I just love seeing it. To be honest, you
0: know, they're playing. They're playing lights out.
2: They are have... playing really well right now. So, you know, I know they already won one. It would have been crazy to see that year twenty sixteen. I still can't believe it. You know, after after the Cavs come back from being down three one and then Indians go up three one and then blow that to, to, to that was the, deal. the Cubs.
0: Yeah, that was a yeah, that was a rough year.
2: Yeah. So yeah. um I don't know. I would have loved I really would really would have loved to see the Indians now the Guardians win the championship. Um, or the Browns, but I just feel like the Browns
0: That's a longer, that's a longer play.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, like, you know, back when we had Baker, his first couple of years, I really thought there was an opportunity there with the talent that we had on the team. And I guess that's the most frustrating part is there's just so much talent on that team. They just can't seem to come together as a team to really put the wins where they need to be. So many close games comes down to the fourth quarter, lose by a touchdown or three points or whatever, turnovers, et cetera. It's just really frustrating. But as a team, the Cavs right now, I think are playing some of the best basketball I've seen in a long time. And, you know, if they're, if they're going to win, if there's going to be another team in Cleveland to win, I think it's going to be, it'll be them. I'll
0: be there. Parade time. We're going to get there.
1: Yeah. We're going to get it. Parades are, parades are fun, man. The parades are fun. Yeah. We know you
0: understand. You get the parades. Yeah, we get it. We get it. Um, All right. Last one. And then we'll, uh we'll let you go. So with St. Patrick's day around the corner. Is it the best rumen? Is it Sliman's still? Or someone take it? Is someone else going to take it? I've heard like Danny's Deli is really good.
2: Not, I want to say, I don't know anything about Danny's, but Joe's Deli uh, Deli? and River, which has probably one of the best. I mean, if you want like, I mean, and Joe's is a good sandwich, but Sliman's, you could eat that Reuben for a whole week and probably wouldn't be, be able to finish it.
0: They have the light um, version, right? Yeah, so like, yeah. and you're still eating that for days. It's literally like a
2: pound of corned beef on that thing. It's it's wild. I mean, it's you can glorious. Make like four, yeah, you can make like I said, you can make four or five sandwiches out of that.
0: I mean, or, after having you know a couple Guinness, maybe a couple black and tans, whatever, it, it goes down really nicely. But couple couple pints. Yeah, yeah. You need a couple. Just, you need like a nap. Just a few pints, just a few. Just a few pints. Oh. I right, mean, well, um. That's all we got for you. We really appreciate the time, um, all the info. Keep doing all your awesome stuff with your superheroes. Yeah, man, it's really it's really awesome. You you got that going, and it's still going strong.
2: Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, we're excited. Like I said, we're doing our first 5K run this year, and all the proceeds, all the money that we raise, everything goes to benefit, you know, those families and children facing adversity in some way. So it's a it's a fun organization. I'm I'm just you know happy and humbled to be a part of it. And the fact that I could say I was a founder of the group and it's, you know, with me, our family growing itself and with the pandemic, I had to take a step back, but it's still there and it's, it's great. We're up to like a hundred members now and, you know, we're like the featured charity at the, the um, the comic con every year, which is now called fan expo. Um, but it's awesome. Like it's, it's really, really cool to just to see the growth and how far we've come. And so such a short, well, short slash almost you know we're going on year 13
0: but so yeah cool, thank
1: man. you it's no so it's cool. it's it's awesome man it's super cool stuff i was happy to hear about it
0: yeah. yeah check it out all right well uh i think that's a wrap for us today buddy um yes it is yeah we hope uh, we hope everybody enjoyed this episode of value nation and uh, another great industry guest um please make sure to go ahead and like subscribe on all the social media channels. And turn on those little notifications, hit that little bell icon. Uh remember you can find us on Facebook, IG, TikTok, YouTube to see our outfits of the day, uh, Spotify, iTunes, uh, or wherever uh you listen to your favorite podcasts. Peace. Peace.